Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 am 630 the word is proud to feature our church of the week our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home here's the host of our am 630 the word church of the week program director of ministry development marcus burgos thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. And uh, I thank God to be back on the air. It's been a little bit. And um, I want to thank God because there's, there's the Word of God always has something for us. And it challenges us. And it teaches us. And uh, there's a particular passage in my, in my heart today from... from uh, the book of John, and it talks about the Samaritan woman. And it's an interesting conversation that Jesus is having with the Samaritan woman. And I find it interesting because usually in our prayer life, we are the one asking. We are the one crying out to God and saying, Lord, I need this and I need that and give me this and open this door and do. And we're, you know, we're asking God and and trying to get something out of God in our prayer time most of the time. But in this conversation with the Samaritan woman, the one to initiate the requesting is Jesus. He was waiting. He said he had to go. He must go through uh, Samaria. And he sat by the well. And and after a while, the verse says that uh, a Samaritan woman came by and and he initiated the conversation. And he said, give me a drink. That is that changes and that challenges, I think, a lot of our conversations with with God because usually we're asking him but here we have a total a total uh, new way of looking at a conversation with our Lord where now he's asking us and I want to I want to just drop that seed on you because today what what is God asking of you what is God asking from you that tells me a couple of things. One of the things that tells me is that I have something to give. I have something that God wants. You know, Jesus Jesus said, I, I give me give me a drink. Why would he ask of her something that she could not give? And so the challenge the challenge was 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 placed and the conversation began and you can read the rest of that conversation of how he he uh he maneuvered through that conversation is brilliant. Uh, but I always find it interesting, that initial question, give me to drink. So today, what do you have? What do you have that, would, that God would ask for? And I, w- I, would, I would challenge you to not get stuck on money. God doesn't need our money. I know we collect offering every Sunday and every, every service. There's an offering, there's tithes. Bible talks clearly about money, and that's fine. But at the same time, he's the owner of all the all the gold and the silver, all the cattle on a thousand hills belong to. He doesn't need money. God is not broke. God is not poor. But there's something you can give him. There's something. There's some water. What would that water represent in your life? 
what would that drink represent in your life? As you're driving around San Antonio, as you're getting ready to, to go to church, perhaps, think about that. Would that water be your praise? Would that water be your obedience? Would that water be an, a new worship, a new level of worship? Would that, what would that water represent in your life today? So I want you to think about that. God bless you and, and consider that. What does that water represent? And today I am in the studio and in the presence of one of our local pastors here in San Antonio. And uh, he is not only a local pastor, and I thank God for the local pastors, but he is also one of our programmers. He's here on the air with us, uh, Pastor Kenneth Davison. He is a senior pastor of New Life Church. You can find him at newlifechurchsa.com. And uh, the church is located on Walsham, 4953 Walsham Road. And uh, Pastor Pastor Kenneth, we're so happy that you're here in the studio with us today. God bless you. Thank you so much, Pastor Marcos. I am delighted to be here. Thank you for having me, sir. What a joy. Amen. You know, uh, I don't I don't get the opportunity to talk with you enough. Uh, right. We right. we met at a at a party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Pastor uh, Pastor Draper's thirtieth. Uh, and we we happened to be at the same table, and and that was a, that was a great beginning. Of, great opportunity. I, I believe God put us together, and here you are today on KSLR. You have a you have a program. Uh, we're we're featuring you again. Uh, it's been about a year and a half since you've been on the Church of the Week program, and so uh, I figured because I saw you have something coming up pretty soon. Yes. Uh, you have a, a celebration, six-year celebration. Why don't you talk to me a little bit about that? Yes, we are. God has blessed us and has been so gracious to us that we are celebrating our six-year church anniversary, six years of pastoring. And the actual date is on October the 20th. That's when we first started our first service. But the celebration is going to take place on the first Sunday in November at 3.30. That will be our six-year celebration. We're going to have another a preliminary anniversary service on that Friday leading up to that. But the anniversary will culminate on that Sunday at, at 3.30 p.m. And we are excited. Amen. I can imagine. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, was this your first pastoring position like as a senior pastor yes sir this was my first pastoral assignment and uh, ended up becoming the f founder and senior pastor but yes this is my very first one i spent years watching others and yeah. growing and gleaning and helping other pastors in their ministries and and in their pastoral ship until god told me it's fine it's time for you to go now yeah so here we are. <laughs> Until you could no longer avoid it. <laughs> I could no longer avoid it. Uh, he showed me some things uh, that really got my attention. Yeah. And I said, okay, God, I will go. Just let it happen, however which way. And sure enough, it happened. I had no idea that it was going to happen as fast as it did. But thank God for my wife who has been there. She has supported all of my visions. And she works to fulfill them daily yeah <laughs> yes so she keeps me accountable amen and and i like you i i like i like that because 
we need that partner. Yes, yes. You know, sometimes yes. we make fun of our wives because they, they tell us how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> honey, you're going too fast. Honey, slow down, honey. You know, and they're that, that backseat driver. But at the same time, they do yes. cover oh, our blind our blind spots. Tremendously, yes. Yes, sir. You know, and so it is it is a blessing to have uh to be married to a, a woman of God. And I, I, I say amen to that. Oh, because yes. I I experience that and I benefit from that. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you know, and and so and so do you, and uh, and so. But tell me, tell me a little bit now, as we're as we're looking at these six years, and um, what God has done. I mean, it would it would take a couple of programs to oh, yes. cover six years of ministry, <laughs> uh, but what what in your in your heart, you know, you want to. Tell me about perhaps you know from the beginning. What was that first service like? Was it uh, was it the best service? Was it struggling service? You know, was it <laughs> how how was that? Take us back behind the curtain. Wow, it was certainly God sent. We don't. I had no idea how God was going to fulfill it. I had announced to my pastor in June of 2013 that I was going to be leaving the pastor. And four months later, we had a building. We had everything. God just sent everything just fell into place. My three sons are, are recording artists, gospel record, uh, jazz musicians and, and professional musicians. And we had musical equipment. We had speakers because they would oftentimes perform and we would do the setup. So we had the audio for the church. And then when I shared the news with my father, he was so excited. He said, I'm going to give you your first offering. I'm going to give you your first offering. I said, wow, Dad, for real? He said, yes, I'm going to give you $2,000. <laughs> and immediately after that, immediately after that, we hung up the phone. Dad called me right back. I was at work, and uh, I answered the phone. He said, you know, I'm going to give you $4,000. <laughs> so that was a tremendous blessing that, that, that bought the chairs. And thank God for my wife. She went and uh, found the chairs and picked them out and everything. And that first service was awesome because our sons, they were already rehearsing with the people, with mm -hmm. the praise team. And the first day of service, we had just about a packed house. Wow. On the first day, in fact, it was said that our first church service was just like a baby being born with teeth already. <laughs> <laughs> we had everything there as if we had already been operating. Yeah. But there was nobody but God that really orchestrated and, and did things. And it really just let me know that whenever God sends you, he will send provision. Yes. You'll never have to struggle and, and fight and deal with issues, God will send provision. You know, I remember um just just I guess in 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 comparison, uh I remember my first offering. I remember the amount. You know, I don't I don't get involved in the offering too much anymore. But I remember the amount. Uh it was forty three dollars and seventeen cents. <laughs> and, and I remember because I I I I took out twenty dollars for me, and I and I split out twenty dollars within my wife and my children, so that everybody yes, would have yes, offering. 
Yes. You know, so, yes. <laughs> it, so out of the 43, 40 came from us, from the pastor's wow. family. And, uh, and, you know, and three dollars and 17 cents came from from the rest. But God is faithful. You know, whether, I, yes, whether yes. it's a four thousand dollar offering or forty three thousand <laughs> offering, God is faithful. Yes. And our first offering for our very first service was right at fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. God is faithful. And yeah, you had a yes. packed house. Yes. 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 God is so awesome. And so now we fast forward a little bit, you know, so I don't I don't want you to just give us all six years in, in three minutes. But we fast forward a little bit. There must have been some. Some highlights. There must have been some, you know, some lines of, of marcation where you say, I'm not going to forget that time, I'm not going to forget that service or that moment. Maybe it didn't happen within a service. Maybe at, at some point there was just a moment where God spoke to you, God confirmed to you, God showed you something, and, and it turned a page in ministry within these last six years. Uh, would, there, would there be a moment in these last six years that just stands out to you? Could you could you uh, maybe unpack that a little bit? Yes, sir. All along, I had been praying and seeking God because I wanted to be the very best that I can be for God, not compete against anyone, but just mm-hmm. be my best for God. And it happened in the summer, June of it was June of 2016. Mm-hmm. I was asleep and. As I was asleep, all of a sudden a voice spoke to me in the dream, and it said, I'm going to do a new thing. And when I heard that voice speak to me, right away I woke up. And after waking up, I sat there and began to ponder what I had just experienced, and I recognized it as being the voice of God. And then I said, okay, God, your will be done. I submit, and I went back to sleep. And since that day... A number of things have just happened and have come into place. It has been phenomenal. We've, 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 first of all, we're on KSLR. Yes, AM 630 The Word. That's right. (laughs) Yes, AM 630 The Word. We started a live stream. Um, And that same month, we started a Bible college. Really? Whereas people can get a four-year degree in three years. You can get a degree in three years in Christian ministries. And we partnered with the Christian Family Church Bible College. And it's an accredited Bible college. There are 70 institutions, 70 Bible colleges all over the world. And over 5,000 students. And we are blessed to be in San Antonio the second campus and third church that is affiliated. And my family is in it, and I'm just excited about it. And God's going to bless us, and and people are coming, and we're just very excited. Since then, also, God has blessed us in the prison ministry, whereas on last year with the prison fellowship ministries and the head office in Washington, D.C., we were recognized for having the largest prison gathering in the nation Wow! under prison fellowship um, in 2018. And we were so excited about that honor. We thank God for that. We have implemented a GED program, so we are certified test site. You can register online and come to the church and test and get your GED. And we're using this program to help. Inmates that are incarcerated and did not get their GED, 
We're helping them with the reentry, and of course, we're in the prisons. We're in Hondo on Friday nights. We're in Wilson County on Thursdays. And God is really blessing. Souls are being saved, changed, and what a marvelous thing it is. And I can go on just saying <laughs> what God has done, but he has did exactly what he said he was going to do, a new thing. Yeah. So we are blessed. So uh, tell me this. The, the name of the church is New Life. Um, how, how did that come about? It sounds like it may have been there. How, how did that come about with you? I saw God showed me a vision right before I started. I announced my call to pastor. I saw the, the souls of men perishing one after the other. And actually what they were doing, they were jumping off a tall, not jumping, but just falling to their depths, just falling off a tall building about 60 stories high. And I saw this and I looked as one by one, one after the other, they were just falling off, falling off. And I said, God, what is it that you want me to do? What, uh, what is it? How can I reach these people? And he said, you can reach these people and you can help them experience new life. Mm-hmm. So that's where the name came from, New Life. So we'll tell people, come and experience new life at New Life Church. And that's how you invite people. That's what God put in your heart. Yes, sir. A new life. Behold, all the old has gone away. It is all made new. New life. New life. That's the that's the attraction. So let me let me ask you to do this, Pastor. We have we're we're kind of in the middle of this segment. Won't you invite somebody to church on Sunday? I want to invite those of you that are dealing with issues that are dealing with crises that are dealing with sickness that are dealing with that that have cancer. We have people at our church that have been healed with cancer, people that have been healed with ver- from various diseases and ailments right there at the church. And I want to invite you, if you want to experience a mighty move of God like never before in your life, come and experience new life at new life. Come and experience the healing of God. Because that's one of the benefits. The Bible talks about 3,000 benefits that that was promised to us. And we only know about a few of them. We know that he came to save us and give us eternal life. That's two. But what about the other 2,998 promises? One of those promises is healing. He promised to heal you. He died for that very cause. So therefore, you don't have to walk around here sick and afflicted. There are people that have died that really could have been still here today because they didn't have enough faith to believe God for healing. So God says, okay, if you want to come on in, you can come on in now. But but God died for all of that, and Scripture proves it in Matthew 8 and, and 16 and 17. He healed all their diseases. Matthew 14 and 14, he healed those all those who came to him. He healed everyone. So that's God's will for our lives, that we be healed, delivered, and set free. And any time you run across a person that prays a prayer, if it be God's will, he will heal you. Then they don't know God's will, because God's will is that you be healed. And that's the purpose why he sent his son. So it's a matter of knowing your benefits. So come to new life. We can help you with those benefits that have been promised to you by Jesus Christ. Amen.
Now, let me ask you a, a question, Pastor. Uh, you mentioned your wife. You also mentioned your 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 adult children already in yes. ministry. You yes. guys, you guys are all in. Um, but how how was how was your upbringing when it came to that? Are you a PK? Uh, were you you know did you come up in a in a Christian home? That, that that conversion experience for you, how was that for you? That was a wonderful thing for us. I my father is not a, a preacher. Um, he uh, but my mother kept us in church mm-hmm. even though we were they were military. We traveled. Lived in Italy and in various parts of the United States. My mother kept us in church, and I remember when after they separated, we moved in Victoria Courts, and my mother got us up on Sunday mornings and fed us, and we walked to church every mm-hmm. Sunday morning. And my mother kept us involved in Sunday school, so we had that foundation. Right. We knew about Christ. We knew about praying. We knew about living right, and it was during that time that. I actually had what was called a theophany, which is the appearing of a God. Mm-hmm. Church impacted my life at a young age. I was so precocious when it came to serving God that he he gave me this theophany, and I saw two heavenly beings appear before me in the clouds. In my own eyes, I was not asleep. It wasn't a vision. I saw it with my own very eyes. And it was the same thing that Peter saw on the housetop on Joppa, the sheet descending with mm. the wild animal. I saw the sheet, but it had two heavenly beings standing on each side, and they were holding the sheets. And I saw their white robes from their neck to their feet. I saw all of this. So it was my mother that really kept us in the church, and I just perpetuated that with my kids. I got my kids up Sunday morning and said, let's go. We're going to church. We're going to Sunday school. So. I have uh, kept them involved in church, and they support that wholeheartedly because they're professional. And there are people now that's trying to steal them from us <laughs> because they can be playing anywhere and garnering high amounts of monies that we don't have the privilege of paying them and opportunity to pay them. But they are committed to dad. They're committed to the church. They're committed to God, and they're committed to the ministry. So they stay there. They avoid. They they reject all the 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 offers that they get, and they stay with dad. And of course, God has used them to draw young people. Yes. Yes, sir. So, how would you encourage someone today, Pastor, that is uh, raising a child or raising a family and trying to keep them in church and trying to show them the way and 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 train up a child like the Bible says in the way that he should go so that they won't depart from it when yes. they get older. How would you encourage mom or dad to do that today? I would encourage them to find them a good church that has a good youth program. And at New Life Church, we have a children's church, and we invite the parents to bring your child to church on Sunday morning. We we have a free breakfast, and they can eat, and, and, and all the parents has to do is just get them dressed and bring them on the church, but we teach them and we we help them to understand what it is and what God has for them. So the foundation is put right there in Sunday school and in children's church, who they are and why they were created. We pour into them at a young age that you were created for God's use and for God's purpose. You were created to help other boys and girls, to help them uh, when they come into 
crisis situations. And, and it, it's about parents just really getting their children involved in church at a young age and, and letting that word sink in and letting them become involved in that. And then the church has to have programs to attract them and to keep them engaged mm-hmm. and interested. And, and that's what we have. So it, the parent has to keep them involved in church. They Nowadays, they can't afford to live life without experience about their child, yeah. uh, experiencing God in a great way and what God can do for them. So one more time, tell us, uh, you are your address is 4953 Walsham Road. Whereabouts is that? We are on Walsham Road as you are going west on Walsham. We are right across from Rack Space. There's a shopping strip with a sign there, a tall sign that says Windsor Park Place. You'll see a subway on the corner of Fish Market. And then straight ahead, you'll see Nationwide and uh, H&R, a tax return office. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what that is. Uh, H&R Block. H&R Block. H&R Block. We are on the opposite end of those businesses. Okay. What what time are your services? Our services start sharp at 1015 on Sunday mornings with the breakfast prayer. And then the the worship service starts right at 1015. I'm sorry, but we have Sunday school at 9 a.m. There you go. And on Wednesday, we have Bible study, prayer from 6 to 6.30, and Bible study from 6.30 to 7.30. We provide a light meal, and then we have praise team rehearsal. Amen. So, Pastor Pastor Davidson, thank you so much for coming out today and being on the Church of the Week program. I want to invite San Antonio to come out and celebrate with New Life Church. Thank you so much for having me. What a delight and a pleasure, and I pray God bless you. Amen. God bless you, San Antonio. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.